he charged me with resisting arrest. Get that confidence in jail. I object. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Allegedly Bravo. I'm Cash. And I'm Lauren. Hello. Hello. Oh Happy God. Saturday. I love Saturdays. I, love I know. It, and it's an extra special Saturday because we have a a new segment we're doing. Yeah, it's called Let's Unbox Things. <laughs> you guys, Dr. Tiffany Moon sent us these gorgeous, gorgeous candles that are bagged, dressed up to the nines. She even sent us a card. I'm not quite sure what's in it. I know. I'm kind of, Watch it just be like the receipt or like the, <laughs> can you please either pay for these or send them back? <laughs> okay, please. ready? Oh my gosh. I love her. Me too. Oh Oh my God. I wonder what, what? She is so sweet. She is so sweet. It was a cute little personalized note. And she told us she loved us. That's cute. She is so, so fun. I love her so much. My, so I actually had ordered a candle myself from her company just to support her business. Mm -hmm. And it, I got the grapefruit one. That was the one I ordered. Mm-hmm. Spectacular. Oh, oh my God. Spectacular. So I'm well, excited. I'm smelling this bag right now and I'm dying. Are Wait, we opening what's... it? Yeah. Oh my God. <gasps> Ooh. Look, at, look at the packaging. Oh my Gorgeous. God. What beautiful box. You know, I told my sister about this. Yeah. And, and she, well, first of all, she was just blown away that Dr. Tiffany Moon sent us a gift. Yeah. And and then on top of it, I was talking to her about the candle line and how she named all of her candles after medication. And my sister just thought it was the greatest thing ever. I mean, it's the coolest thing. It's so funny. Okay. It's called Mine's Labitol. Le- Labitol. Labitol. Labetalol. Do we have any doc- Can you hold it up? Mine keeps disappearing. Hold oh hold my- yours up to the camera. Okay. This is mine. Gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. 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 Stunning. So Levitol is used to treat high blood pressure. <gasps> oh my God. Do you think she took one look at us fat bitches? She's like, they need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> Oh, okay. Let's see. I'm going to open mine. Okay, go. Okay. And I'll tell a fun story is that she sent us a message, an email and said, I would love to gift you guys a candle for your podcast studios. And I just thought it was so sweet that she thought this was a podcast studio. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Dr. Moon. my. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. God. Packaging you guys, love. I just smelled the mic instead of the camera. What a dope. Ooh. Oh my God. I mm. wish you guys could smell this. Okay. So it says, which you can smell this if you go on Tiffany Moon's website and you go ahead and order yourself an aromastesia candle and use code allegedly for 20% off. Oh my gosh. So it says Lebetol, Lebetolol for humans She's- who have high blood pressure <laughs> does not contain Lebetolol. <laughs> I would and I looked- love on the back it has the rx only and it says prescribed with love by dr moon oh my god hold yours to the camera that's yeah, so you, cute you have to see this it has like the actual prescript as if this was a real prescription it is a real prescription oh my gosh you guys it says for airborne administration light before using <laughs> <laughs> i love that for refills that. please visit <gasps> tiffanymoonmd.com it says the burn time is 60 hours. And the thing that I love the most about this entire product is that it says it was made in the USA. Ooh. Oh, this is going right here. Okay. This says um, indications for use. You can feel your temples pounding. You just received a text that says, I need to talk to you later. Or you just got a speeding ticket. <laughs> <laughs> using When using this product, you may calm the F down. <laughs> Put on your noise-canceling headphones. Reach for carrots and hummus instead of chips. Oh, that's nice. If you've never had high blood pressure, consider yourself lucky. (laughs) I love it. Oh, my God. 
And it's also eco-friendly because it says that they do refills. So you go to her website and I, they'll just send you a refill. And I think you can slip it in. No, I think that's a joke on like the, when you run out of medication, oh, you, do? And you need a refill. God, I've been watching too much Kardashians because they do that with their products now where you can like buy. Ugh, Kim. <laughs> yeah. Losers. I well, have to light mine. Ever... I'm going to light mine. That could be the dumbest thing I've ever said. It was pretty stupid. <laughs> Um, sorry. Maybe I meant you were stupid. <laughs> oh my God. This candle is gorgeous. And I love what it's doing to my face. I was going to say it's giving me witchy vibes. I love it. Oh my Can God. Can we talk this- about this though? The bag. The bag. And then the tissue paper. The tissue paper was adorable. So it came with this gorgeous gift bag that says Tiffany Moon MD because hello, she's a doctor before she was aged 30, which still blows my mind. Still blows my mind. Oh my God. This candle. She graduated medical school at 23. I know. I don't even. Yeah. Well, shout out to Dr. Moon. Don't forget. We had our allegedly Bravo. I don't know if it's still up. The allegedly Bravo 20% discount. Yeah. Yeah, so get on Tiffany Moon's website, tiffanymoonmd.com, and use code allegedly, A-L-L-E-G-E-D-L-Y, allegedly, <laughs> origin of the word. No, just kidding. No, just kidding. <laughs> Can you use that in a sentence? Um, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> oh, my, oh gosh. my God. Okay, well, thanks for checking this out. Have fun with your candles. I'm definitely going back in. Did you describe what the smell is? To me, it's very floral, but subtle, relaxing. Yes. It's like, so when she emailed us back, she said, or she, yeah, emailed us and said it was um, modeled after the scent of her favorite perfume. That's what it is. It smells so. This is what her house smells like. Oh, I'm sure. It smells rich. Exactly. It smells like rich person. Okay. So I get like Mm. the crispiness of like a clean linen, you know? Mm. Yes. With like the warmth of like sunscreen. With a fresh bouquet of flowers next to you. Exactly. Wow. Like straight up lilies or something gorgeous and rich and expensive oh my gosh this is a beta blocker oh i love beta blocker i love a beta blocker if you guys don't know what a beta blocker is you gotta get you gotta get on one i mean we we would never prescribe anybody medication no but but dr dr tiffany moon mccann (laughs) i will a propanolol wow a beta blocker can really really do you well when you're in a high stress situation if you have fear of public speaking or if you just get nervous sometimes like before a big event like a lot of public speakers take a propanolol and you know who does it who the kardashians actually well you know it's like a blood pressure medicine so it just like brings your blood pressure down and so you can't even get to the anxiety part because you're just like fucking chill because I, I used to take it when I was younger because I have a, a tremor in my hand. That's why it was prescribed to me. And and I and then I always had the prescription, but then I was watching the Kardashians and Chris Jenner was giving it to Chloe Kardashian before she went on the Tonight Her, Show or yeah. something. And I was like, I didn't know people took this, but man, it can just woo. I can't look at this burn gorgeous you look like you need to have some crystals around your neck and no kidding full moon I feel like you're about to do this around the candle mecca lecca hi mecca hiney ho (laughs) (laughs) okay well on that note we have a fun 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 episode very light to light today light today cash are you drunk I'm not drunk unfortunately (laughs) I'm about to yell, Justin, can you get me a cocktail? <laughs> let's see. Let's see if we let's see if we get a response. Let's see how let's see how lucky we get. Um, no, we're doing a a fun light episode. We're gonna do our briefing room where we talk about just different legal issues that are going on in pop culture. Uh-huh. I've picked about three stories. Lauren's uh-huh. picked three. Mine I realized, and maybe it's because I feel like I've been living under a rock, but I think mine have like come and gone. 
but I still think they're relevant. Here's the deal. Our podcast is one that you can listen to at any point in time. It'll still be a thing that happened because it's news. It will always be relevant. It will always be relevant because if it's not present news, it's history. And (laughs) everybody needs to know their history. It's herstory. It's herstory. Oh my God. Speaking of herstory, just, oh, oh, sorry. For those watching this on YouTube or wherever you post this thing, Uh um, do you ever get the eyelid thing with the eyeliner where the eyeliner doesn't stick on your, it like gets stuck on your eyelids? Oh, because I've got those foldy eyelids. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I just had to fix my makeup. Oh, it didn't. Um, I couldn't even tell. Yeah, I was getting a little, sm- a little smudgy. A little smudgy, girl. Well, I'm going to kick things off because I actually, although my two other stories I don't think are uh, up to date, this one is the most recent. Okay. Uh, as we all know. R. Kelly sent to Jim Did you hear his fiance's pregnant? Fiance's pregnant? No, R. Kelly's, I think, fiance is pregnant. Oh, 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 oh. I was like, what? (laughs) Um, Yes, the 26-year-old. Yes, but there are allegations that it is not his. But anyways, I thought that was... She seems a little old for him. Well, and he also has been behind bars for quite some time, so... Yeah. but It's like when, like, you know those terrible photos of, like, when the, when the women are lining up to like their men are coming home from war and they've clearly been away for like a year long deployment and the women are like nine months pregnant, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, or they've had the kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Sorry. What's your, what's your first story? Okay. So my first story is Anne Hayes has passed away from mm-hmm. a tragic car accident, um, it it was weird to me because I feel like I was getting reports that she had died, but then I was also seeing headlines that she was just brain dead. Mm-hmm. So do we know that she has a hundred percent been pulled off the plug? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So for those that have been living under a rock, she mm-hmm. was speeding through a neighborhood under the influence of cocaine. There are allegations that she was on fentanyl, but I was reading a report that law enforcement is unclear whether or not the fentanyl was because they pulled her blood from when she was in the hospital they couldn't do toxicology before that so it's unclear if the fentanyl was prescribed to her from the doctors to treat her burns but there was definitely cocaine in her system it's a very easy way to verify whether the doctors gave her fentanyl um yeah you check the medical records exactly and like if i were like her boyfriend or her kid or whoever is her surviving family I would be like this is the medicine she got and it wasn't fentanyl or like it was or I'm sorry or you know I would want to verify it because it's like you don't want your mom to go out yeah on a fentanyl crash well and that's why their law enforcement at least right now is just saying that they've right it's unclear Mm -hmm. so I mean if the family comes out eventually and says no it wasn't on fentanyl I guess we'll never know but yeah because law enforcement, I guess, has completely stopped the investigation since she has passed. But the most unfortunate part is that she was speeding through a Marvista neighborhood and crashed into somebody's home. This woman was renting a house there, had lived there with her two dogs and I think her tortoise. She oh. lost everything. What about the dogs and the tortoise? Uh, the I, I meant, sorry, property-wise, she lost everything. She survived her animals survived, Thank God. but all of her property was basically destroyed. She was only able to go back inside and get some sentimental items. And the property owner, who seems very, very sweet, she said that she, when she heard of the accident, went to the house, you know, hugged the re- the tenant, and was just so sad and upset for her. And they yeah. actually set up a GoFundMe, and she has about one hundred sixty five thousand dollars. Oh. In there. That's great because it's going to be really, I mean, not she many, lost everything. Like not many iPad. renters are like, you know, required to carry renter insurance either. Oh. And renter insurance like maybe covers X amount of mm-hmm. your stuff. And when you have to rebuy your entire life, like. Let me just tell you, because yeah. if for those of the longtime listeners or no, this time last year, Justin and I went through a 
flood at our apartment. Thank God I was carrying renter's insurance. But even though we had renter's insurance, it was still difficult to collect the money. Yeah. And if we didn't have that, we would have been out thousands of dollars. Well, right. And it's like a lot of people don't have like great deep credit that will like allow them to put a couch on their credit card. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Well, can I say something? Oh, go ahead. Okay. My empathy is with the renter. I'm sorry, the tenant and the landlord. Me too. My heart is with them and the neighborhood and this woman's family. But I really have a hard time empathizing with somebody who was drunk and on coke and crashed their car. Yeah. And I I agree with you. Okay. I'm sorry if I'm a monster for that. No, no, no. I think she definitely had suffered from she had definitely suffered from substance abuse issues in the past. And I think she's a podcaster. I think she was, yes, she has a podcast and I'm pretty sure she had consumed alcohol prior to the accident as well, but allegedly, 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 but she has not, this is not her first like weird run in with the law or incident at all. Do you remember? So she dated Ellen DeGeneres Mm. And a really, really long time ago, like early 2000s, she was seen, I think, walking around a neighborhood in Fresno and was like randomly knocking on people's front doors. Fresno? What and was she was Fresno. I don't know. I think she was like naked or she was only what wearing a bra fuck? and panties. Yeah, it was like, I think it may have probably been a psychotic break or she was under the influence of alcohol. But people say that Anne Heche's demise is attributed to Ellen DeGeneres. It's Ellen's fault. I blame Ellen. And I know that's so terrible to say because Ellen Whatever. and Anne Heche were dating for a period of time. But the reason why people are saying that is because Anne Heche was an up and coming. Like, I mean, she was a starlet in the nineties. She was in so many movies. And then when she started dating Ellen DeGeneres, after they broke up, her career kind of went stale and stagnant. Yeah. And so People blame Ellen. Wow. And I mean, if Ellen's toxic in the workplace. I I blame Ellen. So I've told you about the person that I know that was next door neighbors with Ellen. Yes. It was Ellen and her first wife, who I don't know who that is. So sorry. But from what I was told by the person who was their ex next door neighbor, Ellen would literally be such a monster, even to her mom, that old woman, and be screaming, like, fly off the handles in rage Mm -hmm. to the point where, like, Ellen's mom and whoever her wife was at the time would have to, like, come over to the house next door and, like, like, spend the night so that Ellen could calm the fuck down. Allegedly. Allegedly. And this is actually a very credible source. Mm Mm-hmm. Very, very credible. Very credible. That, that we know. So yeah. anyways, we send our condolences to her family because she did have two children and it's very, it's, that's, it's so sad that now they no longer have their mom. And I'm sure it was a very difficult childhood growing up with somebody. So what appears to be manic or, yeah. you know, struggling with substance abuse. And if you guys haven't seen, I would invite you to go watch the video of her one of the nest cams or ring camera in the neighborhood caught her vehicle or little mini Cooper flying through the neighborhood. She had to have been going like 70, 80 miles per hour. I mean, it, she's flying. It looked like, um, I have a tickle on my nose. I'm so sorry. Did your brother ever have hot wheels or did you ever have hot wheels? Cars? <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of when you would send them through the like booster section yeah, that had like <laughs> wheels and it was like, boom. I was like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Not fun for anyone. So, yeah. Anyways, RIP and Hesh. And yeah. I ha- really hope that that GoFundMe, if you guys can go donate, help this woman. I think her name is Michelle. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm having a tickle on my nose. I can't get rid of it. Okay. <laughs> my story is an Erica Jane update. Oh God. So I'm going to just preface it with an audio clip if you don't mind oh my god
I can't really hear it. So he said, hi, this is Tom Girardi. I'll call back and leave a cell number. And he left that message for Ronald Richards, a.k.a. Erica Jane extraordinaire, number one fan. Fan. (laughs) Apparently he is begging um, attorney Ron Richards to call him back um, and call Erica so that they can like talk about like legal things. Allegedly, I'm like, whatever. Okay, so I'm just going to give a general update on the status of all cases against Erica Jane. Okay. Okay. So the first one is we know that Ron Richards made an offer on Tom's house that was broken into. Well, Tom. And that they lost. Well, the offer that (laughs) that Ron made, um, Tom objected to. And actually filed a claim that it's a bankruptcy homestead exemption. Um, So whenever you're like, there's this thing called a homestead where you can claim that this is like your home. And so if you got kicked out of it, you would end up being homeless. And it's like Mm -hmm. against public policy to have to force people to be homeless. Go figure. And so people use the homestead to like, be like, oh, you can't take my home. Cause I need to go back and live there. Mm-hmm. So he claimed on his exemption, the, the $7.9 million home, the outdoor furniture and the cushions, the metal planters in the backyard, a bedroom set and mattress, a brown sofa, a dresser, table and chairs, four nightstands, why he would need four. I just don't know. The rug in the library, planters and pots in the driveway, and the piano. We'll be back after a quick break. Finding Ruby is the incredible true story of a 16-year-old tricked by a seemingly innocent Facebook message. A message that would lead her from the protection of the mountains to the nightmare of an online trafficking den. Her first message to me was like, Hi, are you looking for a job? Ruby is hidden from the world, from everyone except her abusers. But she isn't alone. There is a team of people looking for her, and they will stop at nothing to find her. This isn't just the fight of her life, it's their fight too. Search for Finding Ruby today. Okay, so he, Mr. Girardi, would like those items back. So Mr. Girardi would like the court to rule that, that he actually needs all of those things or else he'll be homeless pretty much, you know, like these are the basic essentials. He needs to be alive. I don't know why there are planters and pianos. Yeah. If this is, I'm not sure if this is an act or if this is Tom Girardi genuinely reaching out, but this is the greatest example of Tom being not with it yeah you know I think even if this is a total ploy like this is genius because it's making him look like he has no idea what's going on right like he's a crazy old man who wants his planters his pianos and his brown couch back from the house that he no longer really owns right and so I think this might be genius marketing because I truly do believe that Mr. Tom Girardi is 100% coherent with it Oh, and he yeah. is living a lap of luxury in oh, that yeah. beautiful Old residential home. Yeah. senior home that he's in. And like, I would love to live in a senior home because holy crap, they get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And if oh they don't want to go downstairs, it can get brought up to them. There's activities galore. How do we not have a mole? A cleaning s- lady? What? How do we not have a mole inside the residential facility that he is in. Like, how do we not have a housewife fan whose grandparents are living or mom or dad are living with Mr. Girardi? We, this is what we need. Somebody who's listening to us that lives in LA County, go to that effing nursing home and volunteer for God's sakes and go sit there and read Tom Girardi, a cute little book. Um, and like, you know, talk, start talking to him and pretend you don't even know who he is. 
And I'll give you, you know, a sweatshirt from the Allegedly Bravo website. It is the Belmont Village Senior Living Facility that specializes in in, um, mental care and memory loss. Oh, my God. Those are expensive. So that's what I want to know who's paying for it. I think his brother. The conservator. It's a very, yeah, it's very, very nice. I bet it's like nine, 10 grand a month. Yeah. So we're going to need somebody to either volunteer or yeah. for your grandparents or, your or mom go or get a there. job there or actually don't get a job there. Cause then we don't want no, to get don't. fired. Well, and then you like have HIPAA and everything. We just, right. we, that's why we, maybe not even a volunteer. We just need a parent or somebody, somebody, we need them all. We need them all. That's it. Um, okay, so the the Stillwell Madison case is the one where the lender lended Tom's firm five million dollars, mm-hmm. and allegedly Tom transferred that five million to Erica. Well, that entire case is stayed pretty much. There's a hearing coming up, but it'll likely be continued until all the bankruptcies figured out. Is it stayed because of the bankruptcy or because of his the bankruptcy? Okay. Okay, so the Fulton versus Girardi case is the one where the, I can't even remember. Was it Nicholas Cage's ex-wife? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the Nicholas Cage ex-wife, Ron Richards, as the attorney case mm-hmm. um, for aiding and abetting and breach of fiduciary duties. We don't have a response from her yet, and that is due on August 26th. So that's coming up here in like 13 days. We'll know that. Yeah. We'll know whatever the result is of that. The bankruptcy, the um, Miller versus Girardi bankruptcy says that they have a status conference in September, late September, and they're expected to go to trial in the spring of 2023. So that'll be a good spring season. And is this spring? Is this considered spring? Or are we in August? Oh, is this summer? We're late summer. Okay. Moving into fall. Right. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh my God. You were making fun of me for saying that the candle, you could order a refill online. (laughs) (laughs) Like they just send you a (laughs) a filler candle. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) I put rum in here. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And I got, I put the vanilla shipwreck. Whoa. Vanilla shipwreck (laughs) rum. It's good. Yeah. Okay. So the earrings that Erica was ordered to turn over the $1.5 million earrings, she's appealing that order. And she's like, no, that was a gift. So she maintains that those are rightfully hers. And honestly, Mm -hmm. I would too, if that was my last asset. Yeah. Um, Really quickly. I'm glad you brought up the earrings because did you watch the most recent episode or might've been an episode before where she's wearing her Jaguar ring? Yeah. Just like that bolt. I just thought bold move. And, and it's like, she wears it so brazenly. Yeah. And like talks about it when she wears it. Yeah. She's a piece of shit. Okay. And then there's a (sighs) case called Sheldon slash Finn that's sealed. So we don't know what the fuck that is. Um, some lady named Judy is suing Erica for breach of day. Judy. Um, unclear. Let's see. Let's get to the good one. The one where she was served at LAX is the, the um, it's the Edelson PC versus Erica Jane and a bunch of other people for racketeering. Mm-hmm. So th- all the charges against Erica are um, conspiracy to commit racketeering and receipt of stolen property. Um, yeah, they- she's not being actually she's not involved in the cause of action regarding racketeering. It's just the conspiracy to commit racketeering. So I yeah, think that's like- important. In the, in the entire complaint that was served at LAX. Mm-hmm. Oh, which by the way, I was looking at the proof of service and I noticed that like the people who were the process servers wrote that they were front, like the address of the process server building was like 2050 Tustin Avenue in Santa Ana. And so I was like, oh my God, I, I used to live over there. Like I want to know. So I like Googled it cash. It was the building and then there's a wall and then there's my street where I, <laughs> isn't that weird? I had no idea they had process servers there. <laughs> anyway, I'm famous. Um, 
Well, so yeah, that whole complaint has like all these different charges, like how they did with, um, really anyone count one fraud count two racketeering. So out of all the counts, there's only two that Erica's on the hook for. So like, you know, chill. (laughs) It's two out of six. You know, well, I don't think it's fair as much as I'm irritated by Erica. I just don't think it's fair when people are like, misinformed and spreading yeah. shit, like that she's going to jail or whatever it's like I no, can't stand that yeah like I'm totally here for shit talking my god I love it and I'll listen and talk about her ring all the time but like you can't put charges on people that just aren't there yeah so that's mine yeah you know I'm interested to see what happens. I I would assume a lot of this is going to settle. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then you see Erica on screen and you think that's not a woman. That's that doesn't give me woman who's willing to settle vibes. Right. It's jury trial publicity. Yeah. Amber heard Johnny Depp vibes. Exactly. Well, TBD, I will say I am loving drunk Erica when she's actually drunk and that was at Diana's party, she was two sheets to the wind. She was two sheets to the wind. And I did in her confessional when she most recently was talking about how Garcelle, you know, keeps calling her an alcoholic, which I disagreed with because she's when Erica finally said, look, I'm trying to cope with this and I'm trying to deal with this the best that I can. And I'm trying to bounce back that I was like, this is the Erica everybody wants to see where you're, she's human, where you can relate with her. Right. And, and, but then she just goes around and she, she goes, what is it? One step forward. And then like 2700 steps back. back. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, this is the Erica we want to see where you're just opening up and saying, I don't want to be on medication. Like, I don't want to be going through this, but this is how I'm coping. But this is my life. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not doing a good job out of it, out of it, at it right now, but I just need my friends to help me and I don't need to be accused of being an alcoholic. Like, yeah, those are moments that are enjoyable. But then she goes and at like the Christmas party with the chicken finger with Crystal. (gasps) We'll be back after a quick break. Were you team Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Britney or Christina? Simple Life or Newlyweds? With When They Popped, you don't have to pick a side because we're going to mention it all. When They Popped retells the stories of the late 90s and early 2000s biggest celebrities, trends, and phenomena like boy band mania, celebrity-based reality TV, and the rise of famous for being famous socialites. We'll unpack their rise to fame and uncover some facts you may have not known along the way. So throw up your away message and throw it back with us with When They Popped. Available wherever you stream your podcasts. What a fucking asshole. I'm sorry. Like when she, I, my jaw was on the oh, yeah. floor. Yeah. And even the conversation with Crystal and Garcelle and, you know, it was, it was strange. And Garcelle even said like, what are we doing? What is this? Yeah. Anyways, I'm excited for that reunion. I Me too. Okay, moving on, non-Housewives related, non-Bravo related, but I do find the story to be super, super fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's Ricky Martin. <gasps> I remember that. So the Ricky Martin, if you guys don't remember, like a month or two ago, his nephew came out and said that basically he was being sexually harassed by Ricky Martin and that it was like an incestual relationship and he was being stalked by Ricky right. Martin. And I mean, these allegations were like, a punch and a blow to Mr. Martin. And everyone was, because everyone was posting about it, all these publications, it was all over the news. And I believe it was going, I think it happened in Puerto Rico. These, the the venue was in Puerto Rico. Ricky Martin came out adamantly denied. And I think with like the whole Me Too movement, you know, it's the same process, right? The allegations drop, the accuser adamantly denies. And so people were obviously team victim. And then looked at Mr. Ricky Martin and were like, you're a disgusting pig. Right. Well, come to find out the allegations are eventually dropped. And, you know, Ricky Martin's event now trying to like move on with his life. Mm -hmm. So he said in a New York Post or page six article, he said that he's finally starting able to heal. And it was painful and devastating claims that had that he had an incestuous relationship with his nephew. Um, 
That's like he traumatizing. said that they were false. Yeah, he said they were obviously false and fabricated. And he said for two weeks I was not allowed to defend myself because I was following procedure where law the law obligated me not to talk until I was in front of the judge. Mm. Yeah, and you know the most traumatizing part of this entire entire article is that they refer to him. It says early on Thursday the she bangs singer. <gasps> She bangs, she bangs. Oh my God. Oh, baby, she moves. moves but she moves. I was like, oh really? We couldn't have just not, like, we had to use that quote to describe him. The she bangs. Yeah. So, anyway, so he was prepared and ready to testify against I would say the nephew. 90s pop icon. Yeah. Like but the I'm, she bangs singer? That's fucked up. I know. Where'd you read this? <laughs> this is on page six, but yeah. I think the hardest part is that, so this, the, this, the nephew who is making these allegations, it's Ricky Martin's half sister. And so uh, think about not only is this defamatory to Ricky Martin, but think about the struggles that his entire family's having yeah. to deal with. And there were, there were comments on the nephew having mental health issues. And so mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure if that is true, but I remember hearing reference to it. And so I just feel, I felt so bad for him. And I think that's the problem sometimes with the trial by, what is it? The publication? No. um, Yeah. Trial by public, I guess, or the public trials, like where you don't really have an opportunity to be heard. People just automatically assume and believe a victim and you're just accused. And then your entire life and career falls apart. Mm -hmm. I think we need a, this is a perfect example that as public, we need to take a beat, maybe Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just sit back and watch it kind of play out before we um, jump on. accusing people it's, of having it's incestual. innocent till proven guilty. Yes. Yeah. Well, and also, he's a dad. Like, right. he has young kids. Right. I mean, like, it's kind of, and now he can, like, say that he was defamed. Oh, yeah. But it's like, what but are you it's like, why drag that of? back up? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, what are you going to get out of this little nephew of yours? And it's like, what relationship are you going to have with your family? How do you trust somebody again? And anyways, I just thought that that was really interesting. And I think with, and it goes kind of goes back to what you were saying with Erica Jane, how mm-hmm. people are getting the narrative wrong about yeah what she's going through. And I think it's obviously fun to talk about like you, what you said, like, it's fun to talk about and chat about, especially on the podcast or after you're watching an episode and to speculate, but they're, it's a fine line. Right. You know, right. sometimes we just have to, like you said, though, making the statements that she could potentially be going to jail and like, she stole this money from the widows and vic- uh, these victims and these widows and orphans. It's like, no, Tom Girardi did that. Erica Jane is just being implicated because she was married. We don't and know received this- like the goods. Yeah. And we don't know at this point in time what yeah. her connection was to that, but but I'm judging her for the way that she's responded to the situation. Yeah, it's that's, bad. That's where I'm like, fine, have an opinion about it. But stop saying she's going to fucking jail. Yeah. Yeah. Just be correct. Be correct. Oh, my and God. Just take a take a minute instead of acting on emotion. Act on logic and fact. Um, did you know that somebody left a comment on our um, like Apple oh, podcast, whatever's? And they said that they didn't like how pro Erica Jane we are. Oh, I'm sure we got a one star for that. I was like, I'm not pro Erica Jane. I'm pro justice. <laughs> and it's, I mean, we, I, that's so funny because there are so many episodes where we ri- have ripped into her. I mean, even this episode, like, uh, yeah, for being an absolute monster and having, uh, yeah, a complete, she's so shit. What it is, is I don't, she has no social awareness and she's mm-hmm. just a narcissist as are all of the housewives. Most of them, except for Garcelle, she can do no wrong. I have a question. Did you see the most recent episode of Beverly Hills where they were stretching in Kyle's backyard? I had to kind of fast forward it. I was like, uncomfortable. It was a little weird. I don't want to watch old women spread their legs like that. No, 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 no. I, yeah, I, I, Thought that was really weird. That episode had a lot going on in it. And then, oh, wait, since we're talking about it just really quickly, uh-huh. how odd was that scene where Asher was playing on the piano and Diana walks down and she goes, he's such a child. <gasps> I know. I was like, okay, look, you have Epstein ties. And so immediately red flags everywhere. It was, it was, it was 
odd. It was an odd way to say it, especially how she was talking about how much she loves having children. Like she loves to be a mom. Yeah. I, I think that's really cool and that's admirable. But then it's such a strange relationship. I'd like her to be back next season. I can't lie to you. And I, do, I so, would yeah. like that explored a little more. I actually would. I do. I think every housewife, you should have to do two seasons. I agree. I don't think it's fair to fire people after the first season. Yeah. Unless it was like a complete monster. Like, have we had any of those? I Peggy. can't remember. I'm sure we have. Yeah. Okay. Let's wrap this thing up. What's okay. your next one? My last one is Shakira. Well, I can either talk Ooh. about Shakira or Jen Shaw's sentencing. No, Shakira. Okay. Shakira. 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 Oh, baby, when you talk like that. Okay. So Shakira. You make my really <laughs> Oh, my God. I love Shakira. Okay. So we know that prosecutors in Spain claim. The prosecutors in Spain claim. What was that? Um. My fair lady, the rain in Spain is absolutely insane. Do you remember that? No. They were trying to teach her not to talk like a gypsy or something because she was like a gypsy. Anyway, it's such a good, it's a great, great, great movie. Okay. So prosecutors in Spain claim that she defrauded the Spanish government of 14.5 million euros of tax fraud, right? So it's like, Yes, tax fraud, but like defrauded the Spanish government seems like way harsh. And it's like, welcome to America. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is. It's just tax evasion. It's just tax evasion. You got to relax. It's very, is it Wesley Snipes who was like infamous? I mean, every celebrity I feel like is deals with a tax issue of some kind. But I mean, she's facing like nine years in prison. She's facing prison time and all that. And she has like a strenuous breakup with her ex. So she's trying to move to Miami and I'm here for it. I think that Shakira in Miami would be crazy. (gasps) On the housewives? Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Put her on housewives. Put her on housewives. She needs a supplemental income. Yes. It's a great storyline. People will sympathize with her because she is. I mean, she's so lovable and so nice. Agree. And you know what's sad with something like this? She could have just put it in the hands of an accountant and the accountant could have d- just not done their job and then it falls yeah. on her. Well, and she said that she actually has just put it back in the hands of the law and she said it'll work. It'll like, yeah, whatever's fair is fair. Like, well, positive, for her. positive thoughts to Shakira. Maybe, um, maybe she'll be dropping some new music. Is that something I people want? I hope so. Well, also <laughs> I was thinking like, okay, so if she lives in Miami, mm-hmm. she could like do so many cool club appearances and stuff. And like, oh yeah, I mean, that would just be so fun. Yeah. But what a kind of fall from grace, you know? Yeah. Speaking of a fall from grace, last story really quickly, just to wrap it up is uh-huh. Shaza Sunset's Mike Shewitt. Is that how you say it? I don't watch it, unfortunately. Oh, gosh. Okay, so Mike, uh, my Shaws of Sunset fans out there, RIP, first of all, Shaws of Sunset was canceled, which is offensive. He has been arrested and faces 14 criminal charges for domestic violence against his fiance, Paulina Ben Cohen. So there were like previous allegations of DV between them. And then recently, the L.A. County District Attorney's Office has filed multiple misdemeanor domestic violence charges against him. And he's also facing six weapons. Okay, so let me be clear. It's eight charges of domestic violence, battery, and unlawful attempting to dissuade a witness for making a report. Wow. And then um, he's also facing six weapons charges, including criminal storage of a loaded firearm and possession of an assault weapon. Yeah. So it's really, really sad because they kind of blended their families together. Paulina did and Mike and Paulina has children from another marriage. And so they were living together. And it seems like there's just this ongoing domestic violence that's happening in the relationship. It's really sad. That is sad. He was booked and was being held. uh, He was released that same day on $50,000 of bond. But if you've watched this show before, anybody out there that's listening, (laughs) there was the last season he had he went through this really weird storyline about DMing women on Instagram. 
And I mean, he's just a full-blown narcissist. Like they came up with this fabricated story and then he eventually came out and admitted that he was texting other women. Mm -hmm. But like, that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about somebody who is just a fucking pathological liar. So we will keep you uh, up to date on what happens with that because this is kind of new. I'm sure he's been arraigned or his arraignment is coming up and he'll probably... I bet they'll at least get him on one of the gun charges and one of the domestic violence charges. So he'll probably do like a 50 week to 52 week program and be on probation. I just hope that they separate because she deserves better. And I feel bad for the kids. Thank God they don't have children together. You know? Yeah, but he has kids. You said no, she does. Oh, just him or just her. Could you imagine being the father of those kids and then finding out your ex-wife is involved in a relationship? Like, wouldn't you want to just come in and I would be like, sorry, like we violence with change custody. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Anyways, that's it for me. Uh, Before we go, do you have a criminal behavior? I do have a criminal behavior. Okay. I have a couple and like, okay, I have two, but mine kind of go together. So mine don't go together. So my first one is. Number one, I feel like so weird with the fact that like, did everyone just forget that Coco Chanel was a Nazi spy? What? Yeah. Like she was a Nazi fucking spy and informant. And I'm like, always so baffled seeing people wearing Chanel. What? And so my criminal behavior is wearing Chanel. Like I don't understand it and I don't get it. So if you're wearing Chanel, that's weird i am at a loss isn't that crazy yeah hold on i want to find a i'm on historybiography.com so she had dated a german military officer so after the nazis took over paris in 1940 chanel cozied up to baron hans gunther von dinklage von dinklage von dinklage Wow. So Chanel's relationships with Dinklage also allowed her to deal with important personal matters. Most pressing was her need to see and release of her nephew who was imprisoned in Germany. Oh my gosh. I know. She was registered as agent F-7124 with the code name of Westminster. <laughs> A card carrying Nazi. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm sure with all of these big brands, like, and that's a, what's so funny is like, we're so quick to cancel the little ones. Right. And it's like the little you know, people. This... Right. Wow. I'm going to do a deep dive on that. You're going to be upset. Okay. I'm going to do a deep dive on that. Okay. What's your other one? Okay. And then my other one is, so I don't know about you, but I get a little greasy throughout the day. And so I need to blot like Mm -hmm. my face. And so I've, since I was in middle school, used the toilet seat covers as like blotting papers, right? Cause they're free. And I've never paid for blotting papers in my whole life. So ever since moving to Minnesota, they don't require toilet seat covers. We talked about this. I think that was one of my criminal behaviors when I came back from the East coast is that when I was on the East Coast, when I was in the bathrooms, like in Boston and stuff, yeah, Connecticut, Rhode Island, nobody has seat covers. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like I, now I don't even want to buy blotting papers because I know that toilet seat covers work. That is, do you want me to send you some? No, I, I, I get paid tomorrow. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> send me a box of toilet seat covers though. Like I'm about to go on Bumblebee or whatever that company is that sent Unilever. Well, let's just, I mean, it's so sad for you. Obviously you don't have your blotting pa- uh, papers, but hygienically. Yeah. Like from the butt perspective. Yeah. From the bathroom perspective. Are you just... a squatter or yeah. a sitter? Uh, it depends, honestly, but yeah. mostly a squatter. Yeah. It depends. Like if I'm in a, if I've got to take like a bodysuit off or if oh I have to, God. you know, if I tights on or then something. Then you're an Olympian. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. What are yours? So mine, mine are 
this was even before Beverly Hills aired. My criminal behavior is that veneers are kind of like the new BBL, the Brazilian butt lift, that whole trend of injections and fillers and stuff. Like everybody now has veneers regardless of what your teeth look like. People with good teeth are getting veneers and it's just, why are we normalizing it? Cause it's so strange and we're just becoming more and more fake and plastic as the years go on. I mean, your fucking teeth, like, and I think that icing on the cake was uh, Madison LaCroix from Southern Charm got them. Oh, and she looks completely different now. See, veneers change you like Kyle looks completely different with her. veneers. But I actually I think Kyle's are the best. I think Kyle's are the best. I do. too. I do, too. Anyways. And so that was my, that's my criminal behavior. Stop getting the veneers. But then on top of that, it is the name of the charity homeless, not toothless. No, it's homeless, not toothless. Who came up with that? So it's okay. Oh, we don't care about your homeless status. We just want to make sure you have teeth. Yeah. Like, listen, fine. Here's also like a, a hoodie, but here's some teeth. Yeah. It's like, we don't care about anything that's going on in your life. We just want to make sure you look okay. And it's like, as long as that smiles good, as long as that smiles good. So weird. Anyways, Ah, that's LA. That was a good one. Cash. I liked it. Okay. So everybody go on to Tiffany Moon's website, grab yourself a candle. Mine's been on this whole entire time and it smells so good. Um, Use code allegedly for 20% off. And head over to our website, allegedlybravo.com, where we have our little store and you can get some fun swag. And should we give them 20% off? Yeah. Okay. Use code allegedly for 20% off of the store at allegedlybravo.com. And don't forget, we have a Patreon. And we'd love to have you over there to get some good inside tea. Okie dokie. Bye. Bye.